0: we're here but but should we be here together in the same building they didn't have to know (laughs) well now they know before we you know we agreed to record and we're here a lot of the problems that we're seeing is that everyone thinks the rules don't apply to them right right like (laughs) that motherfucker should be following the rules but for me no i'm doing it right i've been doing it right the whole time right so that's why i started thinking i'm not saying we're doing anything wrong i'm just saying that you know, a lot of people are, aren't are thinking beyond themselves. That's true. That's true. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing crazy going on, right? Like, yeah. you know, you're not having parties or whatever. Oh, no. You know, neither am I. I mean, you can probably tell. I work alone. Um, <laughs> spend all my time alone, pretty much. It's just me going back and forth to, like, grocery stores and Home Depot and, and that shit.
1: Your place is starting to... Seriously, when you go online... You see Joe Rogan, they, they always like highlight his like new Texas house and all that. Yeah, dude, your compound's almost the same. Yeah, I mean he has to share it with like four, four other people. Yeah, by square footage, mm-hmm. you might be close to what he has. Seriously, per person,
0: yes, but not in the riches amount. That's for sure. But you know, if Spotify wants to holler at us at any point, <laughs> um, they can certainly make plans to do so.
1: We're gonna get right into, into this Adamson. Yeah, barbecue. We're giving this guy publicity. Little does he know,
0: <laughs> there are almost no listeners,
1: <laughs>
0: so there's no publicity to be
1: had. Were you the one that mentioned like he's probably doing all this shit so he can get on Joe Rogan?
0: Can Can you see it? I can see it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I can. Yeah, it's it's like that other Toronto restaurant that had like the vegans protesting in front of them. Oh, uh, that, um, the, is it
0: Antler? Was it yeah, called? Antler, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah? And and they and the guy went on and he's been friggin'. <laughs> Sold out every single night. Yeah,
0: he's popping on
1: like celebrity status.
0: Yeah, I think Adamson's going for the same thing. Like I could, I saw um, that right wing um, personality Andy No, that uh, guy from the states. Um, I think oh. he's been highlighting the story. Yeah, pretty soon it's going to be Ben Shapiro, <laughs> right? He'll be highlighting it, and then it'll make its It'll probably make its way to Joe. Joe probably already knows.
1: Especially like yeah, like Texans and. Well, he's a Texan now, right? Yeah. So, he's all about the barbecue. So, he probably just pulled Adams from down.
0: It's Traeger Grills. Traeger
1: Grills. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to be talk- Personally, I think Traeger Grill might be just a marketing theme- uh, scheme. Yeah. Because I have a smoker myself. Mm-hmm. I'm a Kamado Joe dude. Yes. Um, I think Traeger is a bit of a cop-out. But... <laughs> granted it, it's pure computer right so yeah. you're not dealing with a live fire mm-hmm. for people that don't know about the trigger now we're going to go into 30 minute talk about grills it's just
0: gonna be me listening i don't know anything about <laughs> grills unless it's the kind that goes on your teeth
1: <laughs> um so yeah essentially they they just have a machine a, a computer mm-hmm. you set the uh the temperature and then it's in pellet forms right so each pellet's like packed in with all this other dried uh dried wood so be like say you want it at 375 mm. if it drops a little then it'll like shake out some pellets get it get like a new fire go or like a flame going mm-hmm. it'll set it up and then it ra- raises the temperature right and then if it goes too high it stops and it just holds there mm-hmm. until it drops below so anyways versus like the other one that's all purely <laughs> you know built with firewood um how is yeah, this, I don't know. This information is
0: not useful to me. I'm sure someone out there is going to be very, very thankful for
1: that. Hey, FYI, when you're going to get your new grill in your backyard. Yeah, I,
0: I have to do a lot of stuff. I have to find the patio furniture. I was checking out article. I'm like, Black Friday sale. I'm like, yeah. holy shit. You have like six items on sale. Yeah. And none of them are 50% off. <laughs> but that's another tangent that I will not go on. Yeah. Um, Adamson. Adamson. Yeah. Yes.
1: So oh, have you had their food? I have not. So I went there once with like Wilson and, and, you know, JC Mm -hmm. and it was okay. Mm. Well, it was good, but damn, it was expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Because everything's like by the weight, by by the pound, right? So you're buying pieces. You're like, you've never done this before. And then next thing you know, you're walking out the lineup. You're like 30, $40 deep.
0: Yeah. And you're walking out with like a Fred Flintstone, like Brontosaurus Mm -hmm. size (laughs) meal. Yeah.
1: Cornbread and all that shit. Yeah, the spread's amazing. Kamala's cornbread. <laughs> tangents, tangents. <Yeah. laughs> um, so well, I guess he has enough following. So what? Now people. Were,
0: yeah, let's tell people what he did. So he basically flouted the city's rules. So right now Toronto is on uh, gray lockdown. I, on lockdown. I don't know why they made it gray. I love gray. <laughs> they we're surrounded by gray in this in this house slash studio. So basically, you're not allowed to have you're not allowed to have in person dining. Mm-hmm. Essentially, you can open for takeout uh, and delivery.
1: Oh yeah, they're, they're not allowed to eat outdoors too now, right?
0: I mean, it's it's really cold out. Yeah. So. That's true. But you know, he decided to flout the rules and open up to in person dining, mm-hmm. right? Um, I think I think what the first day, I think the police rolled up. Yeah. And I, I I don't know. I didn't follow it from the very beginning. I don't think the police really were able to do anything.
1: I think they were confused yeah. in, in a sense like, shit, <laughs> what happens when they're like blatantly you know, not enforcing this, this dining yeah. thing?
0: What happens when white people break the law? What do we do? What do we do? We, we came, we, we pulled up with our guns <laughs> out. We, saw, we heard Southern Barbecue. We're like, oh, shit. <laughs> <And> it's time <laughs> to roll up on there and open fire. Yeah. <laughs> then we saw a bunch of white people and we didn't know what to do.
1: That's exactly it actually yeah. That was pretty much it. Yeah, I mean it, it was just like pretty much in, in their face. Like you can't do shit.
0: I can tell you like all joking aside, if it was not a white rum business, it a, they would be clo they would have been closed immediately. People would have been that hurt. That's true. People would have been physically hurt.
1: <laughs> Imagine a Chinese restaurant deciding not to follow the rule or oh Indian God. restaurant. Yeah. Shit! Yeah, you wouldn't even hear it. It's, it wouldn't be in the first thing. We'll probably get shitted on.
0: That place would be destroyed. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: you <laughs> have the barbecue people roll up on
0: them. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Um, And they they continue to open, right? It like, went on for three days. Even up to um, today, um, the police came overnight. They rolled up overnight in the cover of darkness.
1: Well, I don't know. Six in the morning.
0: It's still dark. I guess, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. I mean, they rolled up, locked the place up, changed the locks, mm-hmm. cordoned off the building. They still like, they still had an act of goodwill. They still like, oh, you can go in this room, like maybe his office or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And like, <laughs> by part way through the day, that guy was breaking down the wall like Kool Aid Man to get to the <laughs> yeah. other part of the building to open up again. It was crazy.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like
0: he rallied his forces. I think he put out uh, um, an Instagram post rallying like people to come to Etobicoke. I yeah. need
1: I need locksmiths.
0: I need people <laughs> with tools.
1: Damn that shit. Yeah, shit's real now. When you th- when you see all this stuff in news, they just mentioned like a gym in Scarborough just decided to open up as well. Was that the one that we just saw with that like the that city guy? TV, yeah, yeah. So you never know. This could be. This could have been like that little f- flame. That unites yeah. everything where everyone else just says, like, fuck it.
0: I mean, let's not make this guy a martyr already. I mean, yeah, he got arrested. Him and another dude got arrested. Um, but this guy is not a hero. I think he's really after his 15 minutes of fame. Yeah. Like, what better fame? This is free publicity. I mean, he's going to pay some fines. But yeah. this is more effective than any TV commercial.
1: That's true. Right now at least he has one base of, uh, of the population dude, this is, willing to go and check it out. This
0: is international news.
1: You mean the U.S. picked it up?
0: More than likely. I don't, I don't know who else picked it up, yeah. but it's going gonna, it's gonna to make its rounds. Okay. And this guy is just getting all this free publicity, and for what?
1: That's true. And in the future, I, once, once all the shit blows over, there's going to be all these uh, tourists who come and just want to yeah. check, check out Adamson. It, it's crazy. And the fact that they have to go to Etobicoke sucks so yeah. much. That's, that's Ford
0: Nation right there, <laughs> right? And the thing that's kind of funny is that, you know, all all his he rallied all his protesters, he rallied all his people to come to him. And then after that scuffle went down, he got arrested. Like they rolled up on Doug Ford's house. <laughs> and started to protest him again. Like was that like two blocks away? I, I don't I don't know. Um obviously it's probably within walking distance or truck driving distance. <laughs> yeah. I assume they all drive trucks. Um But, you know, he was telling people, stop harassing my family and friends.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's true. Oh, man. Well, how do you feel about it?
0: About the whole situation with Adamson? I mean, I certainly don't think the guy should be open to indoor dining. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Like, do takeout. Just continue to do takeout. Mm -hmm. Like... Dude, they sell out every single day. You think people would not come... You and get their their takeout you could even eat that stuff like in your car right like they have i yeah. think they have some some space in that
1: area i didn't have a good look at the the lot but no man be a fucking mess though yeah and, oh yeah but <laughs> that's there will be sticky as hell <laughs> yeah um yeah the thing is it's like they're so popular that essentially once they open up it's mm-hmm. about a matter of hours at first mm-hmm. i think the early years they had like only in the morning to open up for lunch mm-hmm. until they sell everything out and that's it. Cause they mm-hmm. smoke everything. Right. So they are all, they, they just smoke a predetermined quantity mm-hmm. and that's how much they're going to sell. Yeah. And it just kind of extended and became dinner hours mm-hmm. and et cetera. Right. And also on the weekends, cause everyone was showing up and actually had to turn around and, and eat like McDonald's around the corner. Yeah. Cause they're, all, they're all done because mm-hmm. their original location used to be in this, uh, it's like on Eglinton, um, right beside like Amsterdam brewery. So Side, Yeah. Side. Yeah. So it used to be like a very, you know, small little corner kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Yeah. Um, in a butt fuck of nowhere. There's mm-hmm. like nothing. Uh-huh. <laughs> so the fact is, it's like, you have to drive out there and mm-hmm. people were doing it. And I think this is a new location cause that was Side. Yeah. And they're saying it's Utopico Ito- now. Yeah. So, um, Leeside's yeah, like, expensive, man. Well, yeah. Like you said, though you know with their popularity they can kill it they're not mm-hmm. like any other they're not like any other restaurants out there yeah cuz they're going to sell out for sure uber you, eats or whatever people will show up
0: when you think about barbecue in the city i've never eaten there but they're probably the biggest name barbecue place
1: maybe in the city yeah i've he- heard the na- i hear
0: the name thrown out all the time you got to eat at adamson well it's like, cuz they
1: dropped that um that video you know mm-hmm. back in the day it's like a food video and they have like these subtitles at the bottom talking about it and mm-hmm. the fact is they're like oh yeah this this uh toronto barbecue place is, is amazing mm-hmm. i'm like shit but there's probably like so many of these uh barbecue places down down south anyways mm-hmm. uh it's probably not the best shit on earth but yeah. came like they made like a nice little instagram video mm-hmm. and then from then on i used to follow them on instagram yeah and they'll just have every single day is just like story of them cutting into a brisket yeah that's pretty much it
0: there they were the uh the salt bay before salt bay came around yeah sprinkled some salt
1: <laughs> yeah the thing is like his his dining in area when i was there the first time in the original place mm-hmm. was nothing it was like a warehouse and picnic tables yeah so it's cold as fuck there <laughs> yeah already and then it's not a like it's a Nice place to sit down to have your food in anyway. Mm -hmm. So you can actually, like you said, just buy it and get hop in your car and just eat it right there.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't know really if um, I would ever go there. I mean, probably not now after this. They have multiple dine-safe violations, too. Yeah. For, like, (laughs) not keeping a clean environment.
1: I told you, it's a warehouse. Yeah. (laughs) So, I mean,
0: that combined with these shenanigans, these antics, I don't think I need to really patronize businesses like this, mm-hmm. but it makes me kind of wonder, and you ask me my opinion, does do some of these small businesses have a point, mm-hmm. right? Um, some businesses are set up for and can set up for uh, keeping people at a distance yeah. and keeping the right, uh, cleanliness measures. Um, some businesses can't Right. Mm-hmm. So gyms are particularly tricky at the best of times. Gyms are dirty as fuck.
1: Yeah. right for sure um they had to give away towel service yeah because their equipment dirty as fuck so you have to carry around two of them yeah just in case it doesn't fit the whole thing yes yeah no body part touching any of the benches because i know if fuckers ain't wiping that shit down definitely not
0: like and they probably dilute the cleaning solution and all that kind of stuff gyms are notoriously cheap yeah yeah so i wouldn't put it past them to start getting around the rules Mm -hmm. um but other businesses so I mean, there was a big situation this week, you know, on ter- uh, Toronto's in gray, which means only, you can only open if you're selling essential goods. Yeah. So groceries, like hardware, like winter clothes. So, you know, Mark's work warehouse is open because yeah. it's like safety clothes yeah. and like winter clothes. Yeah. Um, the Bay on Queen Street, you know, the Bay on Queen Street, right? They got their iconic uh, Christmas display every year. Mm-hmm. They opened on Monday. Monday was supposed to be the first day.
1: Yeah. Right of uh gray. Yeah, twelve. Yeah, at midnight. And they opened.
0: Yeah, they have a. Gro- Apparently, they have a grocery store in the basement.
1: Yeah, it's on the very low level mm-hmm. where you cr- you cross over from the sub uh, a subway. Yeah, yeah, they do. It turned into a food court, like a higher end food court. And yeah, within the food court, you'll get like say if you're in the Japanese aisle, mm-hmm. where they have like a sushi bar. Yeah, or whatever poke bowl. Um, they'll also around that stand, they'll be selling like, you know, Japanese food items. Yeah. So I guess it becomes like a grocery.
0: They, they tried to use that loophole, um, to stay open on Monday, but they met with so much outrage. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, the the Twitter people, the social media people kind of came after them. Yeah. Like, why are you opening while all these other small businesses are closed? Mm -hmm. Right. You don't, you're not an essential business. You don't sell hardware. Yeah. Right. You're, Barely a grocery store. Like, that's not, that shouldn't even count as a grocery store. <laughs> yeah. So, there's no way they should have been open. And by Tuesday, they closed. Mm-hmm. Right. There was so much public pressure that they had to close. Yeah. But, like, for other small businesses, like Costco is still open. Like, huge business is still open. And yeah. they're allowed to sell everything. I don't know if you've been in since uh this week, uh, or um, I don't know if anyone else has been in this past week, but I think everything is open to purchase.
1: Yeah, oh, so you're saying like if the lockdown is supposed to like cover up merchandise?
0: Well, that's what Manitoba's doing. Okay, right. If you go to a Costco in like Winnipeg, for example, yeah, you can go in and get groceries, uh, winterized goods like you know hats and scarves and yeah. all that kind of stuff. So, we, um, like
1: all the clothing, yeah, covered up.
0: Health stuff, but the, cl- the luxury stuff is closed, so you you yeah. can't go in there and buy your yoga pants. My, you can't buy my watches. Yeah. <laughs> you can't go in there and buy TVs. Yeah, Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: That makes sense. That kind of deters people from just going out for the sake of going out. Yeah, but I
0: don't know if Ontario is doing the same thing. I doubt it.
1: No, for sure not. Yeah. Because I was just at No Frills today. Yeah, it's still crowd- not crowded, but it's pretty busy these days. Mm-hmm. Much busier than before. People starting to panic. Well, people aren't. They They didn't enforce like the store limit mm-hmm. until I was leaving the store. Yeah. <laughs> And Lucky like, you! I was just like, "Holy shit! Thank God!" Or else I would have had to l- line up thirty minutes for yeah. like four items. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it's getting busy there. But like you said, like Costco, the idea of them being able to keep a place clean and mm-hmm. sanitized—I guess resource-wise—they can hire like cleaners to come by. Yeah, but those cleaners are majority of the time self-Americans, mm-hmm. don't speak a spit of English, and they will clean all over you. Yeah. Like in my office, I went in there to work a couple of times, and you're allowed to because it's all spaced out, all the all the dust now. Mm-hmm. Right? So you're allowed to kind of work without your mask on. This is <laughs> like maybe in in summertime.
2: Yeah.
1: This this lady or this girl just came up like right on my face and started yeah. like cleaning everything. I'm like, girl, <laughs> don't <laughs> you see I'm working there? I'm not here. For- yeah. <laughs> I'm not here like 98% of the time. Yeah. Can't you just clean?
0: (laughs) I'm sorry, Mr. Lincoln. I'm sorry. Por qué? (laughs) And then she dusts you.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so... um, Lemon pledge. Yeah, yeah. The thing is, it's like, I, I don't know how clean their shit is. If you depend on their staff to clean the stuff, like... You know how they sanitize these car, uh, shopping carts these yes. days? I'm like, I'd rather take the one that was not sanitized. Yeah,
0: they're all dripping wet. Like, I don't know <laughs> yeah. if it's wet because you sanitized it or yeah. what.
1: Yeah. So, versus like, if you have a small store, small convenience store, you can mm-hmm. put a sign up and be like, oh, "Okay, uh, only two, two, or two or three customers maximum." Yeah, because you know your space is small, right? And that can be enforceable.
0: By by how though? That was advocate. So Costco can afford to put a security guard there. Yeah. Right. A small retailer. Are you going to leave it up to mom and pop to enforce the rule of themselves?
1: I think when you put up a sign and people will see it, it's like if you're, you're buying takeovers and then they say only maximum two people in the, in the restaurant. Yeah. And, and you'll, you open the door and then all, all of a sudden you realize shit there's like two, two customers in here already. already. You, you kind of back off and you go outside and you wait your oh, turn. Would I? Well, I don't know if if you would, but I would. Would you? (laughs) Yeah, I've done it a couple times. If if
0: someone, do you wait for someone to tell you or do you, you know, look at it on your own and make your own decision?
1: No, I just see it and I'm like, it's like uh, when you go into a full restaurant or whatever Mm -hmm. at the front of the desk. Yeah. It's a small, small space, right? Yeah. So if I don't see that person, maybe comes, you know. I'm opening the door. I just don't see it. I'm standing on the side. I kind of go in. I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. I'm just going to go back out.
0: You're a good man.
1: Dude, I ain't going to put anyone (laughs) ever.
0: (laughs) I mean, you're a good man. Sometimes I don't follow like the rule to the letter until someone says something. I'm like, oh, maybe the rule's not in effect today.
1: Um, (laughs) like I respect that rule, but when, when it comes to like stores with the arrow arrows on the ground, ain't nobody following the shit. No, nobody does. Yeah. Like, have you seen the mall?
0: Yeah. (laughs) Sometimes the arrows point in conflicting directions as well.
1: Mm-hmm. It's and like it, fuck. This is like the U.S. interstate. If you miss your exit, you're fucked. Yeah, you have to go all the way around just to get into that like middle lane where you're allowed to change yeah. directions.
0: I know, I know what you mean, but I mean, I don't know. I don't know if if they've abandoned or you know left these small businesses to languish. Like, mm-hmm. could they have done it in a different way? Like, kept these guys open. You need to enforce. Um, strict COVID measures in your store and then we have inspectors to come by and like you know have a look or whatever to see whether you're actually doing it how about
1: I hit you up with this other plan Mm -hmm. where I know all the big corporations we're talking small business there right yeah the whole big corporation thing like Walmart Costco they can technically afford to not open Mm -hmm. and still pay their staff and I think it's even smarter to do it that way, as a government, just because you can you can tell the big corporation like, you know what we'll cover your salary costs for this lockdown, mm-hmm. way cheaper than say you have to give out loans to all these small businesses. Mm-hmm. Like when you're talking about like rental subsidy, you're talking about a couple thousand dollars a month. Yeah, you're gonna hand out these subsidies to small businesses that. If this lockdown is prolonged, their chance of survival will drop. Imagine you—you you can't pay such a big rent mm-hmm. to your landlords, yeah—and not have any customer, or not even be able to have max occupancy, yeah. Uh, let alone, you know, you don't even know if someone would walk into your convenience store, right? Yeah. Um, the thing is, it's like you go and subsidize. You tell the big corpse, you're like, hey. We're going to cover your costs and all that stuff. So at least you guys are done because you know, as Walmart, you know, Walmart's huge. Mm-hmm. They're not going to go out of business. There's like not that, you know, chance of you losing it mm-hmm. versus like a small business declaring bankruptcy. Yeah. Then you're basically shit out of luck. You're not getting your money back.
0: Yeah. No, that's actually, you know, a good idea. Like these bigger businesses all have a large e-commerce presence. hmm Costco, Walmart. That's true. Um, they all sell quite a bit online. Anything you can get in store, you can get um, on the website yeah. as well. So, I mean, there's no there's no real reason for them to be open selling everything. Yeah. It's kind of a disadvantage. And they can weather the storm. Exactly. Right? Small businesses can't usually weather the storm. Uh, I haven't been out and about in the city. I imagine where the rents are a little bit higher. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, probably along Queen Street, somewhere downtown, there's probably a lot of businesses that are done, like all boarded up, if they're finished.
1: Yeah, there's no chance
0: mm-hmm. here. Yeah. I mean, around here, it's not bad.
1: I think around here, people tend to try and support like the local business. Yeah, you'll have like Facebook community groups kind of pimping out one spot. It's just like how I pimped out that Araya, yeah, um, you know, fried chicken thing, right?
0: A lot of breading. A lot of bones too.
1: I, I like the person. <laughs> I, I ate that whole thing myself. <laughs> it like three days. <laughs> Dude, you had waffles with it, so it's. Uh, but anyways, so just, just a coincidence, man. But <laughs> off on another tangent. Yeah, so we're it's more supporting, right? We can mm-hmm. do it. We can call. It's kind of typical. They 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 understand like the landscape versus like. Yeah. You're paying a high rent in Queen Street. Yeah. You're expecting like foot traffic. Yeah. These. These stores or businesses out here aren't expecting that foot traffic.
0: I also think, you know, in an area like this, people, again, no one's going to go eat at Boston Pizza and Kelsey's. I so said Boston Pizza and Kelsey's down the street. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't remember the last time I actually ate in any of those restaurants. Um, You know, this area with a high um, ethnic population. Yeah. They're going to support their local businesses. Right, whether it's a you know, South Asian restaurant, Hakka mm. restaurant, yeah, Asian restaurants or whatever, yeah, I think I feel like they're taking care of a little bit more.
1: Yeah, over here, yeah, because everyone here would go out and grab takeout. Yeah, because you you have a car already. So, yeah, so you just pull up. It's quick and easy.
0: Dude, there's like four or five cars in every driveway here.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. Yeah, I think that's that's one way to do it because back in like the early days, like mm-hmm. Home Depot and Rona and all that stuff, they were only doing curbside, right? Right mm-hmm. now they're open. Or yeah. at least the one up here in New York Region is open, right? Yeah. Now. But we're not in the gray lockdown.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, the lockdowns are unfortunate. I mean, we know that the response hasn't been great. Um, you know, the the Auditor General <laughs> came down hard on Ford. Um, for government for and Christine Elliott, mm-hmm. whatever basically said you were slow to react on like masks, slow yeah. to react on, on closures. You didn't listen to medical advice. Yeah. They paid a consultant $5 million, a a U.S. consultant, $5 million to like organize their like structure. Yeah. Like their bureaucracy. Yeah. And that added to like more of the slowness, <laughs> that gravy train, that gravy. <laughs> right? it, it's, it's, it's kind of crazy. And, and Ford, clap back at the auditor general yeah. like in the most childish way
1: yeah <laughs> yeah it's like i get it you, you gotta have a clap back and and i'm all for it but you gotta do it in a very on a higher level right? yeah like i i don't know what i would write but if i had a team of writers yes. and if they threw me some garbage like what he said yeah i'd be like get the fuck out of here you gotta have why some am i zingers. paying you five million dollars <laughs>
0: <laughs> you gotta have some zingers like it's the tonight show or something
1: i know like what the fuck is this like S- stick with your numbers
0: yeah, stick to finding stick to finding cost savings
1: yeah man f- fuck that guy he, he's that's, that's the type of leader that this <laughs> province is under i mean
0: he hasn't done a good a good job at all it's starting to become readily apparent when it comes down to you know the response um even even um you know, how they handle the, the long-term health um the you know the old folks homes yeah. right same thing they, we had a bunch of recommendations coming out of SARS, Mm -hmm. right? That, I mean, to be fair, the other governments didn't do it either. Yeah. Right. Um, but his government is the one in power Mm -hmm. and they haven't done shit. And now Ontario is in a lot of trouble, but you know, we were discussing today. It's not just Ontario and our conservative premier. Mm -hmm. It's like Alberta, Jason Kenney, uh, Manitoba Brian Pallister. I saw I, I sent you that clip. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Where uh, Rosemary Barton, the, the she's a journalist. Yeah. Right. She's asking him about like, you know, you know, how his plan failed and all this shit. <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, I didn't hear you come up with anything. <laughs> yeah. like, Is this the level of reasoning we're we're dealing with of our leaders?
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> fighting journalists. Yeah. Like that's the thing. I don't know. Like, even when you look at Christine Elliott, every single time she goes on TV, she is so spooked. Yeah. Like, she's a dear loss in the headlights. That look, just that glazed look. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like they're they they spent the whole day re rebuting that uh or rebutting that um
0: The Auditor General yeah. report. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's kind of funny. And then like Dr. Williams just there in the back, just hanging out.
0: Like, two stone statues in, like, the back?
1: What, what would have been interesting see seeing, like, those sign language sign what, what Doug Ford said. Stick to the numbers. Yeah. <laughs> Stick to the numbers. Right? On a tangent, I find those, those, like, sign languages more and more ridiculous as it goes by. Like, I haven't seen... You would imagine the, the amount of times we've seen... That person on, you yeah. kind of pick up a little, kind of a little bit, right? Like, yeah. I look at that one person say, like, whoever Doug Ford uses mm-hmm. versus who Trudeau uses, they're all different. Like, yeah. it's not the same fucking signs. Yeah. So, so
0: you think they're trying to big themselves up and like some of
1: them are just too into it, don't you think?
0: <laughs> I think some of them actually add a lot more expression into it than others. Like they throw their whole body into some of the signs, and like their face also has. Um, the expression on it.
1: Well, I get like, if you need, if you give a little bit of expression, yeah, just because like us. well, yeah, but like if you're deaf or whatever, it kind of helps you get yeah. the tone. Right. But yeah, sometimes it's like a freaking fucking mm, like WWE match. You yeah.
0: <laughs> you throwing like your whole body into it.
1: Yeah. It's on mute. And you're yeah. just like, they're doing their freaking talk right now in the corner. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, charades on steroids basically. Yeah. In that little <laughs> bubble in the corner.
1: Didn't you ever find it fascinating as a tag team match in professional wrestling? You can get hit in the face and get so pissed off, but the person didn't tag you in, you can't go and fight? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess it's it's like following the code, but uh, in that wrestling sense, you can't just like freak out. You still got a shoulder to put on, right?
1: Yeah. But but the show is just like I am so mad. Yeah. But I'm not gonna come in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I think, like you said, it's it's, it's becoming very apparent. Mm-hmm. I I've always kind of shitted on him. Like, come on, man, have the balls. If there was one thing that, you know, I I, did, I didn't vote for him. It's mm-hmm. not like I support him. Yeah. But if there was one thing that I thought he can be, is a little bit more tougher.
0: Yeah, but he's only tough when someone comes and, like, complains about the job that he's been doing. Where, yeah. where was his passion, like, before? He's only been really angry when people came to his house and protested. <laughs> and when the Auditor General bitch slapped him a couple of days ago. That's yeah, yeah, basically yeah. it.
1: Yeah. Other than that, it's just, like, kind of worked up, kind mm-hmm. of begging. Just the tone's just like, I'm like, come on, man, where's yeah. the balls? Like, just, just do what you got to do. You should just shut it all down. Yeah, it doesn't
0: make any sense when you think about it. This um, York region in red, peel in Toronto in gray. Do You think people are not traveling over the borders of these cities in order to, you know, do other stuff? Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure there's more people coming now to York region to, like, shop and do all that kind of stuff that they can't do in Toronto.
1: I'm all for putting in checkpoints.
0: (laughs) I don't know how I feel about this as a black man. More police... (laughs) everywhere.
1: Your your like region. G- you're you're good already.
0: It would be like Gilead in um Handmaid's Tale. You got checkpoints everywhere.
1: I got to watch that. It's pretty good. Is it? All right. I I got to check can, that out. It's on Crave. Yeah, I'm I'm going to check it out. Yeah, you can watch that.
0: Yeah. Um but I think you know the same set of rules should really apply to everyone. You know, you have freedom of movement around everywhere, so you can go and break the rules in, or you can go and enjoy the freedoms in another part of the city when your part of the city doesn't have it.
1: Yeah, Ontario. It's yours yeah. to explore. Yeah, yes, it's your, yours to discover. Yeah. Um,
0: Keep it beautiful as well. That's the old license plate. It's yeah, not yeah. looking very beautiful right now. No. Right?
1: Um, yeah. I mean, this whole border thing, it, it's crazy because you you let me that book yeah. chemical age and I was reading it and way back in like 1700s w- with like the yellow fever. Mm-hmm. Like if people f- knew you were from out of town, yeah. They will fucking beat you back <laughs> to your to your town.
0: People there were people back then were savage, right? They could handle the rules <laughs> by themselves.
1: Yeah. Right? Yo, know, it's like if you get it, you're you're going to die pretty yeah. much.
0: There was no medicine back then. <clears throat> people didn't have any theory. Of, they didn't know the, um, the germ theory of disease.
1: Yeah. Essentially. We take it for granted though, yeah. just cause like we, we've been raised with, with, with this. But mm-hmm. if you think about it, it's not even that far away. Yeah. It's less than 200 years, like less than maybe 150 years since we've, we've discovered this
0: pretty much. People used to think that, uh, you know, plagues and famines and all that stuff used to just come out of magically out of the air, mm-hmm. out of the ground. Mm-hmm. They didn't know that. It
1: was a spontaneous, uh, (laughs) there's, there's like a technical term for it back. Well, it's not technical anymore, but, uh, you know, they just thought shit just appeared out of nowhere. It
0: was divine intervention from God that made the plague happen. That made the potato famine happen. Mm -hmm. Malaria, yellow fever, black death. Um, and people didn't know really how to test for this stuff. It took them a long time to figure out like. Yeah. What caused some of these things? The fungus that caused the potato famine, the uh insects,
1: um mosquitoes, right?
0: Mosquitoes that yeah. were causing malaria, yellow fever. Yeah. Um the f- the fleas on the rats that were causing black death. Oh, People I, didn't know. Uh, I People, didn't get there. Yeah. Spoiler spoiler alert.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's more alarming as I was reading it how yellow fever like in America, mm-hmm. more specific since we're in Canada, we'll yeah. talk about America. Mm-hmm. Um, was more, it happened more than once. Yeah. So maybe this whole thing—it's been quite a while, a couple of decades at least. Yeah. That like, you know, North America has experienced an epidemic, mm-hmm. like on on this level, mm-hmm. and even this level is not as crazy as what it was if, with like yellow fever and yeah. all that. When you when you kind of. Again, population back then wasn't huge, but if you're dying, twenty five percent of the chance you're gonna die. Yeah, that that's it was like millions, right? Mm -hmm. So even even war apparently wars weren't lost because people were killing each other. Yeah, it was just more like people getting malaria or like yellow fever.
0: Yeah, there was lots of ticks and fleas in the trenches, so people got trench fever and all that kind of stuff. It's kind of crazy how short the memory of North Americans is. Yeah. And I was kind of bringing up this point earlier uh, in our chat that um, uh, the Black Death, really, I think the last big outbreak was in the 1850s. It started in Yunnan province in China. Yeah. Um, it really affected um, Hong Kong mm-hmm. in 1894. Yeah. Um, basically, it started then. And I think that was one of the last major outbreaks of or last major areas of outbreak of Black Death. Yeah. And it rocked Hong Kong and surrounding areas. And then it spread all over the world. It was a pandemic. It was actually a pandemic until, I think, 1960. Um, Bubonic plague. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But in Hong Kong, in in particular... um, it initially killed 6,000 people Yeah, that first I think that first year um, one third of the population of Hong Kong fled Hong Kong yeah right so. and then and then uh, from 1926 onwards for 30 years almost every year 20,000 people died from bubonic plague
1: yeah
0: and the British had control over Hong Kong mm-hmm. right um, the British also had control over India yeah and over like the British had control of a lot yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. In the world. Um, you know, um, 10 million Indian people died, 2 million Chinese yeah. died. From um, this bubonic? Yeah. Okay. It's, it, it was crazy, yeah. right? Um, when you look at the way that they had to discover it, they had to do the, these trials on people. Mm-hmm. Uh, even when they were treating people, people were very um, distrustful of the British. Yeah. I mean, you don't blame them, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> if you know, if they knew what we knew now, yeah, <laughs> the way that they tested out science because yeah. we see science more refined these days. Yeah, yes,
0: so someone with a, a beaker. Yeah. and they're like wearing glasses
1: with like lab coats that never gets dirty. <laughs> yes, um, these guys were fucking hands on.
0: Yeah, they were throwing the disease into their open wounds, like rolling on it, sleeping on like the bed with all this like. Dude, they took they took the
1: the vomit. Yeah, <laughs> and they ingested the vomit themselves. I'm like, holy! <laughs> the dedication to to science mm-hmm. 150 years ago. It was crazy. Yes. Um, but it was also, they had to do it that way. Because mm-hmm. if they were going to experiment on other people, they thought they had to experiment it on themselves as well.
0: But they also were very liberal with experimenting on, on other people. Like all these trials that they just gathered up people. Yeah. People were somewhat willing to do it. People were poor. People needed the money. Yeah. Right. they are going
1: to die, you know. Pretty much you're pretty much going to die if you just sit out there on the street anyway so if they give you a 100 bucks back in the day yeah a 100 bucks like were, 150 years ago that's crazy you were you were you were driving a rolls royce Dude, a 100 to to do the test yeah. and then another 100 if you survived the test yeah and, and that's it, like the lottery and
0: also you get to live
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's actually yeah it, it's pretty
0: insane uh i know that there's a lot of distrust uh cuz You know, those societies are are rich with culture. Mm -hmm. They're rich with their own traditional medicine. Um, Also, people really wanted to hide their sickness, right? They didn't want to get, like, you know, hauled away by the British, by the white man, hauling them away. People hid their disease. People kind of squatted in squalor. Yeah. You know, unclean conditions were uh, a big factor Mm -hmm. in the spread of some of these diseases. Um, You know, weakened your immune system and all that kind of stuff. Uh, the British had to deal with a lot of resistance. <clears throat> Even when they came up with the vaccine. Yeah. The Indian people were like, no, sir. <laughs> we are not taking that. Yeah. And <clears throat> it's kind of funny today. I was I was telling, I was telling Sarah maybe a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Um, it's funny how back then the British and the white men were coming up with like these vaccines. And like the Indians and the Chinese were like, no, thank you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Please get that out of here. We don't want it. Fast forward to today. Mm-hmm. All the doctors... And all the doctors are Indian and Chinese. And
1: yeah.
0: It's a little bit of a generalization, but you know, and they're pushing these vaccines on the white man and the white man is like, no thanks. Get <laughs> yeah. that vaccine out of here.
1: Cause they know, they know what they did. <clears throat> um, yeah. It, it, it's funny when you mention that it's all, mm-hmm. uh, cause one of the vaccine creators for this COVID that supposedly had like a 90% rate. Mm-hmm. They just like, in the last day, came out with a report where they're yeah. saying, like, these guys didn't even have the same dosage in yeah. a bottle per time. Yes, I saw that. So it's just like if it was 150 years ago, mm-hmm. these guys are just, like, half-assing it. Yeah,
0: that was AstraZeneca, I believe. Yeah. Right?
1: So so they took an average of um, <clears> them. <throat> if we gave them a full... But apparently, if you get the full dosage, yeah, you, your effective rate is, like, 60%, versus yeah. if you get half the dosage... <clears throat> And it was by luck that, you know, they gave out like, you know, half of the dosage or whatever. Yeah. It was a 90%. And they took the average of that. (sighs) I'm like, this is the most fucked up shit ever. Dude,
0: I don't trust that at all. That is like me and like my two high school friends in chemistry class screwing up every titration (laughs) experiment Mm -hmm. and still getting away with like a passing grade.
1: Yeah. When you turn on that gas and you're like, Jesus Please do not let this be the gas that blows <laughs> up. <laughs> that
0: was pretty much it, man. Yeah. But it's kind of crazy. I mean, the world had some optimism with um, the Pfizer vaccine mm-hmm. uh, first, and who was next, Moderna, yeah. and then AstraZeneca. Um, you know, the Pfizer vaccine needs serious cold storage requirements, like minus seventy. Yeah. I. How,
1: how are they gonna ship that to Arizona?
0: I I don't even know. <laughs> the <man>. second <laughs>
1: they take that shit up, it's gonna be too hot.
0: I I just don't I don't know. The Moderna vaccine looks good. Um, I think Canada kind of hedged their bets. And a lot of people are probably hedging their bets. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, weighing in on all three, getting access to all three. Um, Canada is having a bit of an issue, and Trudeau is having a bit of an issue because apparently we're not really high in line to get these vaccines. Because we don't produce any of them here.
1: Yeah. Oh, shit. <clears throat> okay.
0: I mean, we should be... They're saying we should be relatively high, mm-hmm. but... But it's not as high as if the you U.S. To, yeah. U.S., uh, Germany will be higher. Because I think Pfizer is German, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Pfizer is yeah. German. Moderna... I don't know if they're American or not, but, you know, America, Germany are going to get it.
1: Yeah. I thought Moderna is, like... Maybe you can Google it up. They're not Canadian. I know they're not that. Canadian, but yeah. are they Mexican? I want to say Mexican. You got to say Jamie, pull that up. Jamie, pull that up. Right. Uh, I'm really slow. <laughs> um, I want to say that they're Mexican. They're American. Damn. Close enough. Uh, <laughs> all right. So <laughs> so we won't be getting it. But yeah, because mm-hmm. the news is second week of December. Yeah. Like U.S. will be getting it. But they're rushing through it. I feel like after reading that book Mm -hmm. and you realize that, fuck, these scientists don't know shit. That's Mm -hmm. why it's called a research and development lab.
0: Yes. (laughs) I mean, I don't know right now. um, I I just don't necessarily. I want to wait because it seems like even after that AstraZeneca revelation Mm -hmm. came out, I'm like, these guys aren't foolproof right now. Let's Mm -hmm. wait and see. Um, Experimental drugs are rolling out everywhere. I mean, Trump got a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. That he like just, he came out like a raging bull after that, like yeah. all roided up. He
1: might've gone extra.
0: <clears throat> I mean, there's a little bit of outrage in the States. Dr. Ben Carson, uh, who's in Trump's cabinet. He yeah. got, apparently he got the experimental drugs too. I see. People in the States are like, the fuck? Like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. there's how many people are dying per day? Mm-hmm. And like these two guys of privilege kind of got this experimental well, drugs. The,
1: well, <clears throat> one of the guys is a president. So yeah. It's true. Uh, Yeah, that's fine.
0: The other's in the presidential cabinet. So, I mean, sure.
1: Yeah. (laughs) The
0: guy's also a doctor and he got COVID.
1: Maybe he was just self-experimented.
0: I don't. I I sincerely doubt it.
1: Yeah. But.
0: It shows how easy it is to become a neurosurgeon.
1: (laughs) I'm just saying, like, the main point is, I guess it's, it's, it's hard to be so positive like everyone else. Yeah. on on a vaccine cuz well for us we probably <clears throat> won't get it until like the very last last bit mm-hmm. cuz they're going to all go to like the high risk people first. Yeah. So like the seniors. Yeah. Um
0: it's got to go to essential workers, right?
1: Who's an essential worker? Now? I'm not even
0: going to be a worker. <laughs> <Yeah>. So <laughs> I don't know. But but, like
1: Yeah, healthcare.
0: <laughs> but then also, grocery store people were calling themselves essential workers too.
1: Mm-hmm. I was just like, hmm. I get it because you need to feed people. Mm-hmm. But I always said that we can turn that over to the military. Yeah. You just pull up every single day or every single week. Yeah. You pull up to Loblaws, it's manned by the military.
0: <laughs> They're literally throwing the rations at you yes. out of a cannon. Yes.
1: Yes. <laughs> And then you proceed and you eat whatever the fuck's in there. So it becomes like the friggin', the chef, the the Food Network show. Yeah. The Chopped. Oh, okay. Where you, where you don't know what it is. You open your basket. Oh, this week I got turnips.
0: Yes. Chicken livers.
1: <laughs> turnips and chicken livers. So you got to come up with some bullshit recipe. I,
0: I imagine they'll give you the military ration pack. <laughs>
1: Cigarettes included?
0: <laughs> no, that, that's pretty crazy i don't think um you know there's a lot of freedoms right now yeah maybe somewhat too much freedoms yeah there's not really a focus on eating better as well like Mm -hmm. of all the arguments that kind of joe rogan makes i kind of i'm getting kind of tired of his shit but he also (laughs) says like you know why is there no focus on like nutrition and like eating better to boost your immune system yeah all that stuff i don't know if he even has a point
1: it's it's a prevention method right mm-hmm. you want to prevent get into a state where your body cannot even fight it off because if there's so many people if, not so many I don't know what the stats are mm-hmm. if there's enough people yeah. it's not like a surprising few that are asymptomatic it seems like there's a lot of asymptomatic people yeah. which you know they must be doing something similar yeah. come on get what's that line of uh, science where they just do a survey um but essentially just send out a survey man mm-hmm. see what it is and then eventually when you get tested in the future yeah once we have a vaccine and then it's still i don't know maybe when you're getting your vaccine or whatever they draw blood mm-hmm. like, man this is getting too dark mm-hmm. they, they draw <laughs> your blood so then they'll be able to track and say okay and oh shit you're, gonna, not- you're gonna edit that
2: out <laughs> oh, <God. laughs>
1: all right i'm gonna say andrew yeah. okay. <laughs> uh andrew you have like the antibodies mm-hmm. but we also gave you the vaccine anyways but we have your antibody mm-hmm. yes so give me your your survey uh right. list out you know what you're eating all you know how your sleep pattern is and all that shit and then they can get a rough estimate like you know kind of you know, zero in on a factor that may actually allow you to, f- you know, fight this off. If you get it, say like maybe you and I are, are under forty. Yeah. We don't smoke cigarettes. Yeah, we don't do shit like that. <clears throat> uh, we drink, which is fine. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, uh, so far. Mm-hmm. Um, and all all that jazz, right? Like how you eat. Mm-hmm. Do you get takeout all the time, or what kind of takeout would you get? Yeah, because you're getting McDonald takeout versus like you know dirty fried food. Mm-hmm. Who knows. We're both fried um, yes they'll be able to kind of trace it down and maybe for the future and be yes. like hey we notice our population 60 percent mm. of it is overweight or slightly overweight so eventually they're going to get to a point if this thing comes back in five years time mm-hmm. people think like the shit won't come back right away that's a crazy yeah. thing right yeah like yellow fever and malaria they came back like yeah. the, the whole The potato famine.
0: Yeah. It was around for like decades.
1: Yeah. And it would be sporadic. Yes. So you'll have like two years on Mm -hmm. and then you might be spaced out every single other, every other year after. Yeah. Or like be spread out like 10, a decade. Or at
0: least the frequency at at which we've seen SARS, MERS, uh, swine flu, um, Ebola, like, you know, every every, five years or so, you see something new, right? It's just that this time it fucked us up. Mm Mm-hmm like i mean I, I see your point i don't know how organized well I mean, let me backtrack i know how organized our government is <laughs> mm-hmm. they're not they can't handle that like all the yep. an, all the data management all the analytics that would go into it yeah. you have to build a model
1: basically but that's the thing though like we have computers now that allows you to to store this kind of record versus like yeah. back 150 years ago
0: you need data scientists to program the models and make sure the models are accurate yeah like all that stuff, like I just and you need people to be honest with the third party data or the um, you know the survey data that they're throwing in there, mm-hmm. right? People generally aren't honest. Yeah, like you know, you know the honesty of polls. You know, Biden was
1: supposed to win in a landslide. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, no, man, you 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 send it out to to kids as their homework, and then they'll bug their parents. Because remember back in the day when you get a homework assignment yeah. and you have to ask your parents some questions? Yes. You're pretty serious about it. Like, yo, yeah. the real answer.
0: Yeah. Come on. Come on, Dad. Like, I know you know better. Yeah. Thinking back, he didn't know better. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, yeah. I just think there is a ability to do it. Mm-hmm. But then it kind of steps on people's freedom. Or, I guess, freedom in a sense. Freedom to not to be traced. There's no database of all your blood because then people, conspiracy theorists, will be like, they're drawing your blood, man.
0: I mean, too many people are suspicious of those methods that are somewhat designed to help us uh, have the intelligence to move forward, yet people are willing to give away all their personal information to Facebook, to Instagram, um, to all those social networks, right? People are willing to give their DNA to Ancestry.com. Yeah. Like... Those white girls really want to see that they're like one percent native, one percent African.
1: There's a lot of fucking native girls, apparently.
0: Like one percent native, like, yeah, like, like 1% Eliza- Elizabeth, 1% Warren? Elizabeth Warren. Yeah.
1: yeah, like everyone just you'll, sh- you'll hop on, maybe you'll watch some news, and then they'll yeah. they'll drop down their list of uh, you know, what their background is. Yeah, and it's just like native. I'm like, native, you're the blondest person I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. It is possible, but people won't do it, not, and I get it. It's not probable, right? It's possible, but yeah. I just don't think we... With the distrust in, in government? Yeah. Yeah, it's not happening.
0: For sure, and, and the government hasn't given us a lot of reasons to trust them, right? So, yeah. you know, we always think... And we work for private corporations. Um, they do everything they can to understand the customer... You know, um, you know, come up with a customer model, give yourself a picture of who the customer is, what the profile and what they're, what have they done? Uh, and what are they going to do next? Right. It's, um, or what, what have they done? Uh, what are they doing right now? And what are they going to do next? Mm -hmm. Um, the last one being predictive analytics, um, Smaller companies are good at doing this. Even corporations are kind of good at doing it. Like what Amazon knows, hey, you look at this, yeah. you know, you might want to look at this. Like, yeah, you know, you're right. Sometimes, <laughs> like, sometimes you get it. To trust a government to do it, you know how slow governments move. Yeah. Exceedingly slow. Like the Auditor General just tore them a new one, right? I, I would not, not trust them to implement an analytics program yeah. to make a decision. Who who else are you going to pay? You
1: pay that guy $5, hundred, $5
0: million to mm-hmm. fuck everything up. Like, now you're going to have to pay, what,
1: $50 million? I'm just wondering, as you're saying that, if the Auditor General caught the $11 million that was flowing <laughs> from their, like, the Ontario COVID fund yeah. into, like, this family.
0: I didn't read that story. Um, you know, I didn't kind of catch up on it. Do you have any, like, details about it?
1: Yeah, just high level. Yeah. It's, like, a family. Uh, the dad works in Ontario, the, the the government. Yeah. Mom works there, too. hmm and I think like their two sons are either contractors for Ontario yes, or one of them works there. Or there's another connection, family mm-hmm. connection. Mm-hmm. And it's all like that family starts funneling like up to like $11 million yeah. from the fund into like different bank accounts and shit mm-hmm. of their own.
0: That's pretty crazy. Like to think that that's happening and it's not, not even like a front page story. Like yeah. The fucking Adamson yeah. thing like took over all the news, yeah. right? That should be a front page story. And, you know, it's funny that you you showed me that. I did see it earlier in the day. Uh, funny that you showed it to me after I showed you the California yeah. story, which is even, yeah. even more crazy, um, where, um, you know, California has a bunch of, like, scandals right now. Mm. I mean, listening to Joe Rogan, Gavin Newsom has, like, kind of ruined California. Everyone's leaving. Uh, he was caught at a dinner party that was not... Like, it, uh, not outdoors.
1: I see. All right. Right?
0: Um, but also, like, this whole scandal in California that I showed you yesterday, where uh, inmates in prison, oh, yeah. um, they were able to actually get, um, they were able to get, like, the COVID money, the stimulus checks, the stimulus money, yeah, sent to them in jail, <laughs> and sent to, like, other bank accounts outside of jail. Yeah. So? Up to a billion dollars they got. California got rocked. Oh, re- they got finessed out of up to a billion dollars. <laughs> oh
1: shit. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. They should be able to go retract all that shit, but then it's gone. Making, the money's making, gone. Yeah. Fuck. That's, that's crazy. Yeah. So the gangsters are, dude, wow. Yeah. And, and, and that includes like convicted, like murders. Yeah. Like yeah.
0: high profile, like murderers. <laughs> California is fucked. Yeah, I mean they're already having all these like problems with um, you know, uh, the, the the fires. Half the state's on fire. Oh yeah, they right? had a the fire tornado, so fucking high. And now they're sending basically these benefits to all these death row inmates. And there's no <laughs> worse publicity than that. Yeah, right? I just had to look it up to make sure it was California. It is the twenty thousand prisoners. Ontario <laughs> is not at that level yet, but we're getting really close. Yeah, well, fuck. Paul Bernardo <laughs> is going to be applying for Serb.
1: Yeah, Serb, and then afterwards the COVID EI. <laughs> I don't know what that business, but uh, fuck. Yeah, that's just, it's kind of nuts. But hopefully, with like the vaccine coming it's such a fast testing period. Mm-hmm. It might not even, I don't want to be pessimistic. Mm-hmm. It's not like I'm going to take it anytime soon, but I don't think people should bank on it in Canada. Anyways, because I read an article. which said Trudeau said Canada has enough vaccine that they can donate to like third countries or mm-hmm. developing countries.
0: Yeah. Um, like, man, I, I don't know. I really hope those third world countries are not depending on us because <laughs> they are not going to get those vaccines. <laughs> mm hmm. They, once they find out, like, you know, they probably had a celebration once they found out Canada was going to save them. Canada, our savior. Canada, bless Canada. And then they find out that Canada is so
1: low on the list. Is this is Mike Scott, uh, Scott's talks. <laughs> and now they're like, fuck Canada. Right? That, yeah, that reminds me of, like, Michael Scott in the yeah. office with his, like, uh, promise to all the great six. Yeah. If you guys graduate... I'm going to pay for all your <laughs> university tuition. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the science behind it, it's its pretty nuts. Like you mentioned, um, back in the day, people were just poking around. Yeah. They'll find like, when I was reading about it, this yellow fever where people were volunteering mm-hmm. to have their arm bit. Mm-hmm. And they weren't even getting, they weren't getting like fully compensated. Mm-hmm. And some of them were just like, no, um, you know, don't pay me. Whatever, just do the an experiment, and they end up being paralyzed like later down in life because <laughs> of like the yellow fever f- attacking their spine and then fucking it up. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of nuts. It is crazy, uh,
0: and, I, and the lengths that people went to. Um, here, it's a bit different. They just in- inject you with it, but the results could be the same. Who knows? Right? Yeah. I mean, you know, back then it was extreme. Like, they would open up a cut in your arm and, like, smear bubonic plague in it, right? Um, you know, this is a little different, you know, in 20, the year 2020, in 2021, but, you know, could end up with the same result, right? I mean, who knows the long-term effects of any of this? Um, you know, because they, I guess they are, is it, I forget, you know, the term for the vaccines, but it's not like it's made out of, like, dead coronavirus, now they they used to inject like a weakened form of the virus, yeah, to you know help your body fight it off. I don't think they had to do it this time. It's another technology. I forget the name of it.
1: It's probably a very super, like early, early in the stage. Mm. They can't really find something weak that allows it, so this is probably a shortcut.
0: R- I don't know what R- the f- R- RNA vaccine I think it's called. Where they don't, I think they just kind of reproduce the code. Yeah, but they don't actually have to like hit you up with the latent disease in order to latent virus in order to make it work.
1: Oh, is it because they were able to to break down their entire like the DNA of? I, I think so. I think that's I think how it works. They mapped it right. They, yeah. they mapped the whole genome of it. That's mm-hmm. oh, something to read up on. Mm-hmm.
0: The world is switching back to a COVID only world, right? The mm-hmm. U.S. election's over. Yeah. Um. Someone told Donald it's it's over. Um, and now it's kind of you know cases are escalating again, uh, not just here in the states and everywhere. Yeah, right. The vaccines came out, markets went on a bit of a of an uptick. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of action around COVID right now. There's not a lot of outside news. Sports are not here yeah. right now. So, well, what else are we gonna do? We gotta record, right? <laughs>
1: yes. All right. <laughs> Stay warm, and stay COVID-free.
2: Peace.